0: a client yesterday she said there's another pub going up for sale mm. and you uh, i don't know in our current climate is she said there's a lot of interest mm. you got think i
1: think i think <sighs> it was probably a case of like the old owners got caught out completely by the whole covid situation mm. so they kind of they were relying or the business model was focused on the fact of like a lot of money coming in Mm-hmm. So they weren't looking at ways of how do we generate revenue when there's no money coming in, yeah, so a lot of pubs were literally like, right, cool, we have to shut the doors, yeah, we need money now, yeah, and I think a lot of people then started to go get other jobs because yes, they just didn't know what the outlook was going to be like absolutely um I still think a pub would be such a nice place for like a bicycle coffee shop, mm. but it's actually really hard to unpub a pub, yes, so we'd have to leave it a pub serving alcohol. But I guess people, and then try and turn it so people come more for the coffee. But then also at the same time, halfway around a bike ride, a pint sign's very nice. <laughs> it's like, a great way to... Where
0: is your accent going today? I don't know. Sirens.
1: I've been around some French people recently. Um, really interesting. I was around this, I, I met a French, French lady. Um, she's definitely from France. Her name is Marion. Um, she sounds South African when she talks English. Ooh. She sounds more South African than I do. Wow. Because her her friends, when she came to England, mm. were South African. Ah. So she learnt, she learnt from them. Right. It was the weirdest thing ever, <laughs> to hear a South African then go into French. French. You were just like, what? But I don't really know where the accent's going.
0: Mm. Interesting.
1: I'll try and stop it.
0: No, I like it. Oh, yeah. okay. Just, it's, it's
1: a curveball. Variety.
0: It's like, what did he say? Mm. <laughs> it's like an American saying the word niche. Can they not? No. It's a niche. Oh, right. Okay,
1: cool. Yeah. I was wondering how they said that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they like to niche. <laughs> what, what are you talking about? Okay. Niche.
1: Niche. Yeah. But then I've heard very similar things about the French spoken in French um, parts of Canada. Mm-hmm. It's not French. Okay. A bit like the American English is kind of not English. Yes. They did the same thing with the French language. They they took the language and then adapted it. Uh. So they've invented words by half taking an English word, half taking the kind of the closest French word, and then mixing them together. Nice. So unless you're from there, you don't. Know. Yeah, like a someone. For, I don't even really know what the French regions are, like Montreal. Mm-hmm. And if so, someone from Montreal goes to France, problem, <laughs> kind of thing. Or the same way, other way around as well. Okay. If French speakers from France go to Canada. No hope. They just end up speaking English.
0: I wonder if the Canadians wonder what language the French speak in France. Like the American who asked me what language we spoke in England.
1: Yeah, they probably do. (laughs) I've been to America and Canada. I'm not surprised by that question like a lot of the people there had no ambitions of ever leaving the country. Yeah. It's such a big country you don't need to. Massive. It's it's almost like you're leaving the country just by going to like another state or province or something. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised by that question. No. What what language do you speak in England though? Just so that our listeners are uh, clear.
0: We, we speak English. Ah, oh,
1: fantastic. The Queen's English as well. What? What? The precursor to the American English. Yes, because our our dictionary came before Napoleon, and he decided to take the dictionary and just cross words out <laughs> or letters. That's why, like, the Americans spelled color without the u.
0: Yeah, phonetic, <laughs> kind of.
1: <laughs> color. <laughs> so
0: yeah. So, uh, what were you saying about pubs?
1: Um, pubs are definitely part of the british culture i understand why so um when pubs definitely at the height of their popularity um they would normally be very very close to like a very small town or um, a collection of houses and those houses would actually be built without a kitchen Mm -hmm. so the pub became the only place that you could go to get food Mm -hmm. so that's why pubs are kind of so engrossed in british culture which makes a lot of sense but I just yeah, I kind of love I don't really like going to pubs because well I do sorry I do like going to pubs I don't really drink so I guess I I miss like half of the whole interaction yeah becoming a local sitting at the bar yeah every night kind of yes. thing but they just they normally have such a good feeling to them yeah like being inside a pub is normally a very welcoming place um I think yeah I think pubs pubs would be great I just don't have enough capital to be like I'm gonna buy this pub and turn it into a <laughs> Cycling cafe.
0: No. Do you reckon the the locals would be accepting of a bicycle cafe? Encouraging all those lycra-clad... Traffic
1: congestion causing... Hooligans. Hooligans. It depends on the area. I went for a bike ride yesterday, um, and I had pulled into a right-hand-only lane, Mm -hmm. um, denoted by the, the turn signal painted on the road. Yes. And the car that was trying to join the road that I was on shouted at me for not indicating. Okay. I see his point. But at the same time, I'm in a right-hand turn-only lane. Like, me being in this lane is the indication. Yes. But he was very angry. Oh, dear. It's fine. I just rode off.
0: Good for you. Thanks. You rose above it.
1: Yeah, we were going in different directions. It might have been a different situation if we were going in the same direction. Mm -hmm. And then, obviously, they stop at traffic lights and stuff. Yes. It's been a while since I've had abuse on a bicycle, actually. But yeah, that guy was angry.
0: <laughs> it's a shame. It's a shame it happens.
1: Yeah. Everyone's just in such a rush, yeah.
0: They are in a rush. Yeah. And uh, like, People hate getting stuck behind someone. Uh, like,
1: even if it's for like two seconds.
0: Two seconds.
1: But they'll happily get stuck behind a horse. Uh, They're more happier. Cars don't <laughs> drive right behind it. Like, change down a gear so the engine's revving, shouting out the window. The levels of abuse that people give cyclists and the levels of abuse someone might consider giving a horse are two very different things. I would probably agree with that. Because the horse is just going to step on your car and kill it.
0: And that's the difference.
1: I know. That that cyclist
0: isn't really going to do much damage if he crashes into my bonnet.
1: Well, probably not, but you might kill him. Yeah, that's all right. That's a problem for later, right? Yeah. Horses are more important than cyclists.
0: Yeah, he's a cyclist. Yeah, Yeah. Yeah, that's fine. It's yeah, not, that's not a
1: problem. Yeah, but then I met a guy out the other day when I was riding, um, and he was very nice. He let me sit on his back wheel for, and he dragged me into Wokingham, going pretty fast. Explain
0: drag for the non-cyclist.
1: Um, so I was, um, my front wheel was roughly six inches or less behind his back wheel, so that as he broke through the air, because he was doing more than sixty miles an hour, and that's when aerodynamic efficiency then kicks in. Um, nice he was effectively he was reducing how much effort i needed to put in to go at the same speed as him yeah so i was saving roughly 30 percent of my energy he was using all of his i was loving life (laughs) but i asked i did ask if i could sit on his back wheel that is polite Um, yeah and his riding etiquette was incredible and we we actually ended up pulling over to to have a chat with each other nice um that hasn't happened for a very long time and he had said to me cars are very angry today Right. And I had to agree. Cars were very angry that day. Hmm. I picked the wrong route um, for a, for that time of day and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm glad I got to meet him. He owns um, a bicycle customization company where they will spray paint your bike. Nice. So yeah, nice nice guys to know. That's
0: great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's good. Mm. Very good. Towing, mm. getting pulled along.
1: Mm. It was great, and he let me do it as well. Um, and then at the end of it, he was just like, you were all like, you didn't actually need the tire." I was like, no, nah, I'm good. Like we could have gone a bit faster if you wanted. Um, he's just a really nice guy. His, his, his like riding etiquette was phenomenal for someone who's never raced. He, he was pointing out potholes and he was, yeah, he was great.
0: Mm. Cool. <laughs> That's great. That's very good. So, um, in the previous episode mm. on a previous episode, um, we discussed mould. Yes. And then we moved on to coffee.
1: Yes. Probably the single largest source of mould <laughs> in a modern person's diet. But then we're not threatening it. So mould only seems to become a problem when you threaten it or when there's an overgrowth that goes beyond. So if you ever walk into a building and it smells a bit mouldy and a bit damp. Get out of there. Leave. I feel really bad because I said that to one of my mom's friends and she was like, yeah, that's half of our house. They live in like a really old, like 1800s. It's not quite listed. In the back of my head, I was like, just burn it and take the insurance money. <laughs> so all you can do, right? They're never getting the mould out of that house.
0: Well, it, it sounds like a very uh, extreme procedure to truly, like if you have a lot of mould. Mm. They have to come cut it out. Yeah. You might as well just burn the building They're cutting bricks again. out and all sorts of stuff. Oh, I wonder if that's an insurance thing.
1: Could be. It depends if your insurance company covers it but they would probably only cover it when it starts physically impacting the health health so you would have to like and again you'd probably have to go down and then we learned that the um, current medical system doesn't recognize um health issues induced by mold until they are literally dying mm. understandably yeah because yeah toxin toxin issues in and people are going to present completely different even mm-hmm. from like say you had a brother and a sister. Yeah. Same environment. Yeah, one might get foggy brain. One might get bad skin. Yeah, so you might think it's two different things, but it's actually the same yeah, cause. Yeah, being driven by mold. Mm. But yeah, <laughs> mold in coffee is a problem, although you can't see it, but it happens during the drying process of the yes. bean. Yeah, you're giving you giving that thing the perfect environment to to grow a little bit of mold. Yeah, and then you're going to roast it.
0: <laughs> yep. So what's what's our options to try and mitigate the mold?
1: Um, if you've ever, if anyone's ever read the book, The Secret Life of Plants, they would understand that you may need to go with the intention of, I'm not going to hurt the mold. Mm. Because it seems like as soon as mold is threatened, and if you believe that plants and sort of, I guess, all organisms are sentient to a level, Mm -hmm. as soon as it feels threatened, it starts to release spores because it wants to live, it wants to carry on surviving, which makes complete sense, only under threatening. So it's almost like if you were to approach it and say, like, I'm not threatening, I know you're there, I'm good with you. Unfortunately, you are going to meet your maker.
0: I need to move you.
1: Yeah. Then maybe it won't react and maybe it won't actually become that's, aggressive.
0: It's very woo-woo. It
1: is very woo-woo. The, the other option would be to get certified mold-free coffee. And there are, there are companies out there that that's what they do. They, they yeah. produce and um, sell mold-free coffee. Yeah. Be prepared to pay for that. Yeah. And we're talking like three times the amount per bag.
0: Yeah. I wonder if you will naturally sort of mitigate a little bit if you're going to, you know... Podcast kitten. Ah, hello, good (laughs) done. Sort of independent roasters Mm. and, you know... Organic. Yeah, I wonder if it helps.
1: It's got to. It's worth a shot. Well, we've been drinking what I think is good organic coffee for a little while now. Yeah. I think I feel great. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know.
0: We have to check if it's batch tested. Is that right?
1: I think well, yeah, probably worth it, definitely. Mm. But that seemed to be more of a supplement thing, especially around binders. Mm, okay. Um, but batch testing seems to is, is very very important around supplements. Yeah. To make sure you are actually getting what they say you're getting and to the level that they say you are.
0: I suppose going uh spending time not consuming coffee is the other option.
1: Mm. Cut, <laughs> cut down your coffee would be a, a choice there. But I love coffee. Well
0: we can't we can't do that. Yeah. What are we gonna call the podcast? <laughs> Co- mm, coffee coffee mm, and, and mold. Posture <laughs> mm, and posture.
1: <laughs> Environmental <laughs> toxins and posture. <laughs> no, coffee, yeah. I don't know. I don't know, actually. Hmm. Would the mould effect then be amplified by, like, bad milk?
0: Well, I don't know if the mould necessarily would be amplified, but certainly the load into the body. The, the potential load. Hmm. What,
1: what would one do? Yeah, just reduce. Try and source good coffee. So definitely stay, what we learned anyway, definitely stay away from your instant stuff. Yeah. Because they are... They do not care about it when they're manufacturing it. So stay away from that. Try and get good sources of produce. Yeah. Yeah, just do what you can.
0: Yeah. I guess maybe build a relationship with the roaster, mm. if you can. Mm. Like, you know, build a relationship with your greengrocer and mm. your butcher. And Yeah. I mean, there's the,
1: one coffee company definitely springs to mind when you say that, and that's Cooper's. Mm-hmm. Cooper's and Marlowe. Mm-hmm. Just because of our location to them um, and stuff, it feels like that we could... Yeah. And actually then start to inquire a little bit more about where you're getting your beans.
0: How long are they you, stored yeah. for? How long do they ship for?
1: Yeah. Is anti mould a consideration for you? Or yeah. how you do you know anything about the mold coffee? How do you mitigate it from a roasting perspective and yeah. stuff? There might be loads of answers there. Yes. So maybe we need to go to Coopers and have a coffee. It's been a long time since I've had a Cooper's actually. And I was thinking the other day, like, it's a good coffee. Yeah,
0: it's, it's a good not, coffee, It's not yeah. organic, no. as far
1: as I'm aware. No. I wonder if we could actually maybe and then
0: like find and their out. milk is from a local yeah uh, sort of farm. It's yep. not again not organic, but it's yep. from a local farm. Mm. So they're sort of they're doing a bit to support mm. local, which is great. Mm. But yeah, probably worth worth it.
1: Mm. I think so.
0: Could create some excellent background noise for a podcast
1: oh, in the in the coffee shop. Sure, you kind mm. of have to. Really. Don't know.
0: Might be might look a bit weird. Mm. Well, it'd look very weird, wouldn't it? Yeah.
1: No, I'm not surprised with anything I see in coffee shops should nowadays.
0: We, we should take the whole setup, like the ta- table. Yeah, and... there
1: is a podcast that I know of. I don't know its name, um, but yeah, I think it was these young guys and they, um or young people, um, and they were genuinely recording in coffee shops. They were taking the full setup into a coffee shop and they were recording there and then. Wow, it's possible. It just depends mm. if people like the background noise more mm. of people getting their gardens attended to <laughs> or a coffee shop. <laughs> let us know (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: absolutely (laughs) absolutely it sounds
1: like just everything's trying to kill you though (laughs) well
0: yeah yeah Yeah, i mean you're alive so the only other option is dying right Mm. and what can you do to help keep that process more comfortable Mm. and keep it at bay for longer
1: would you say as soon as you're born, you're closer to death than you are to
0: birth? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're always moving away from it, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. Because
1: mm. that's, that's it. We yeah. slowly, just, yeah, just literally... Yeah,
0: yeah. cheer up, people. <laughs> heading that way.
1: <laughs> At least you know it's one of the certainties in life <laughs> in this very uncertain time.
0: Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and not in a morbid way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's
1: just one of those things of like, you, you can be sure it's going to happen. It's the purpose, right? Mm. It is the purpose. Yeah. And some people are trying to, some people are definitely trying to live forever. Mm. But that takes away the, the, the thing that's so special about life. Yeah. That it, it is gone in, a, in an instant.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely.
1: Like even for people that make it to like 90, that's not actually that long. <laughs> it really isn't.
0: No, it really isn't. I've just noticed you've got new pumps. Yeah, I've had them
1: for a little while. These are the water resistant version of my
0: favorite Vivos. Yeah. Is pump a really old kind of fashion word for trainer?
1: Well, I'm old now, so I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't heard pump for a while.
0: I mean, I I wouldn't normally call it a pump, but Mm. I don't know why. That's cool. Um,
1: My parents would call it like a jump up. A jump up? Yeah, it's a very Zimbabwean word. Ooh. Because there was a company that made shoes that were called jump ups. And they were, I think it was a bit like a converse kind of thing. Right. So just... It just became the word for any type of trainer was a jump up, regardless of whether or not it was made by that brand. Yeah, it's just it was a jump up. Huh.
0: That's cool. Mm. Jump up. Yeah, I'm gonna try and use that. Oh, I had uh, I had a cold call yesterday. Oh, okay, cool. Yeah, it was, it was one of the. There's a problem with your computer.
1: Ah, oh, I like those. Have you ever played it out for as long as possible? I've done like twenty <sighs> minutes to the guy on the phone before.
0: I, I think really and truly I was just trying to piss him off because okay. he, he started and I, and I said, oh, wow, okay, cool. I, I've got a couple of questions for yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. And he went, sure, you know. And I mm. went, first question, do you believe in God? Mm. I think he was already kind of ready yeah. to hang up. Yeah. So I didn't keep him on the phone very long before okay. he hung up on me. Okay.
1: I had a guy cold call the other day and it was one of those, again, it was something like there's a problem with your internet. It's going to be turned off in four hours kind of thing like this is the new thing right like we're calling from sky technical department <laughs> yeah there's a problem with your internet if you don't act now it's going to get turned off in four hours and i'm gonna like that's yeah, fine but i played along um and it got to the point where he said i'm pretty sure when he hung up he was like i hope you die and then he hung up
0: uh, i can believe it mm. yeah
1: but i just wanted to find out what are they doing and ultimately they're, they're trying to get you to load a team viewer type remote access program onto your laptop mm. and then you're, they're effectively logging into your laptop at like admin level credential, yeah. and then they're going in and basically then scamming you. Yeah. That's how it works. Just yeah. for anyone,
0: if you're interested, yeah. <laughs> don't and, do it. And then but sometimes they just want all of your files, mm. and then they'll ask for money to mm-hmm. send it back. And Ransom- all that kind once of- they're in, they're
1: in. Once you give them access to your computer,
0: yeah. they're
1: in. Even if you turn it off and turn it back on again, like yeah. they're in. Yeah. So just in case you're ever wondered interested of like what actually happens on these phone calls, mm. I've tried. <laughs> i did like 20 minutes and then he figured out that i wasn't actually loading the piece of software that he said yeah. i should be loading yeah
0: i i mean i i'm happy wasting their time if i've got the time i'm happy wasting their time because i th- just think perhaps i'm saving someone else mm-hmm. from falling for this
1: i feel trick yeah i feel every time they phone i just think oh the next person maybe they're not so tech savvy yeah and you're like oh, they, it's so easy to fall for it
0: yeah it really is. Mm.
1: I guess the only thing nowadays is companies are, like your internet providers, they're not just going to randomly call you. No. They're going to send you like an email, maybe a text. Yeah. There might be a message on like the portal. <laughs> like the, there's so many more ways that the genuine company are trying to contact you before yeah. it gets to that point. Yeah, You would have had a letter, you would have had a whatever. Yeah. So if anyone phones from your internet provider's technical department, yeah. they are not phoning from your internet provider's technical department. Or... It'd be a case of work, work a bit like a bank. It'd be like, I can't be sure that you're calling from where you say you are. Yeah. They'll give you a number and then you call them back. But you can cross reference that number with like the contact me number on the website. Precisely. That's actually the steps that we have to go through. Yeah. But I feel like such a terrible human when like it's clearly someone from the bank phoning. And I'm like, I don't believe you. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm so sorry. I have to say this, but I have to say it. Yep. I feel like such a horrible person
0: no, no no not at all i think that is the only way to deal with anything mm. like this text messages the lot mm. as you see it you go well i didn't call mm. for this so it's unsolicited mm. so i don't believe it mm. so let me find out the bank's mm. number not, not rely on mm. what's on the message or in the email and then i'll mm. yeah and you find out pretty quickly mm. no that's a scam yeah. and more often than not the companies are like give us the information what what were you told
1: yeah yeah you know. yeah. absolutely they yeah. want to know they want, they want to know, to know the number that was called from everything um i order quite a lot of stuff online so i'm not uh i'm quite used to getting sort of notifications from shipping companies yeah but i got a notification at two thirty in the morning from DPD that yeah one delivery but i was close to being like oh let me just jump in and then i looked at the time of the text and i looked at the text and i was a bit like no that's a scam yeah but again, I'm unfortunate enough to be a little bit tech-heavy. Yeah. I, I, I Apparently,
0: tr- as we age, um, we become more... Um, what's the word I'm looking for? Not convinced, but we just... We accept mm. what people are saying. We mm. just... More trusting. Yeah, more trusting. Yeah. Which is weird. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, you'd think we'd become like less sceptical, like more sceptical, sorry, not less sceptical.
1: I read something very, very similar to that about how um, one night stands and stuff are are literally like unwiring people's ability to connect with other people. It's really interesting. Jordan Peterson. We'll get into that. Yeah. yeah. Because so a lot of people are like, ah, I'll have a one night stand with this person. It won't mean anything. And like life's gravy. But they're forgetting the biological responses that happen yeah. during sex, yeah. and you release oxytocin and oxytocin is one of the most powerful hormones we can ever release, and that automatically triggers a, a like a bonding feeling between you and that person, even if you don't intend it and then as soon as you break as soon as you come away from that you're you're moving away from the bond that mm. your your entire body is telling you that you need, and then because of that, you then trust people less and you actually find a harder time getting close to people and letting them in and stuff yeah so people in their in their sort of I don't know just modern culture and stuff it's that whole like one night stand I'm starting to feel a bit shit again oh look it's Friday one night stand again like the perpetual damage Mm. that they're doing is massive
0: yeah I saw that as well oh not (laughs) me though (laughs) you slut (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, you're like, wow.
1: When I read that, I was just like,
0: damn. Yeah. 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 But uh, I'm not sure we're uh, we're designed to. You know, we're not swans. Do you swans just wherever they? No, no, you know? like single, single partner. Single oh right. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I
1: thought you were saying the other way around. No. Yeah. It's definitely. I mean, Jordan Peterson, some people think he's brilliant, some people won't. He kind of says it's a miracle that some men hang around after the child's born. Where for women, (laughs) women, it's a biological response to to care for this thing. Yeah. It's almost like the best nature could do was make it look a bit like the man so that he might want to hang around. Yeah. Biologically, we are a bit like a lion kind of thing. We're designed to spread far and wide. Yeah. Yeah,
0: but then there are some tri- you know there's a lot of kind of indigenous tribes where actually they, they don't necessarily know who the mm. actual father is mm. and it's like no it's a it's a it's a child of the tribe mm. like we we all love it mm. we're all the fathers and we're all
1: that's probably actually closer to what as a human we're, we need and want and stuff yeah <sighs> yeah some of these indigenous tribes got it right and that's why they've stayed how they are for the last however many years untouched by civilization yeah they're great They're better examples of a human than, like, anything that I can give you from London. Yeah. 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 Just no one... Everyone's like, yeah, but they haven't got the internet. How do they... (laughs) They don't need the internet, man. They got outdoors. They got nature.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they don't need stuff.
1: Yeah, they just need people.
0: Get rid of stuff.
1: Mm. Less stuff. Mm. It's hard.
0: It is hard. Yeah, well, the world's always telling you to have more. More.
1: If you Don't have this, you're a loser, kind of thing. the latest and greatest, yeah. Yeah, it's it is flood of information because, again, you talk to anyone, talk to us, and we'll tell you one thing. Go talk to someone else, and they'll tell you something completely contradictory, yeah, because of their experiences. Yeah. But that's part of the fun. It's that whole thing of, yeah, unfortunately, you can't go to one true source of information, you have to in and out a little bit, yeah, yeah, find a little bit here, little find bit your there. way. And you just have to find what sits with you best. Yeah. When you hear something, do you instantly think, okay, cool, I kind of believe it, or do you think, nah, because that's that's how quick it is. Yeah. And that's your truth. That's something that, yeah, you need to decide for yourself.
0: Mm. Yeah. The the resonance within. Mm. Get out of your head a little bit. Mm. Rely on the gut.
1: And if you need practice getting out your head, cold water immersion. Yeah. The only way that became comfortable is when you came out. You you let go of the ego and you just let the body do what it knows to do. Yep. Mm. Absolutely. People just need to push.
0: Yeah, we don't like doing uncomfortable things.
1: Mm-mm. Yeah, comfort's great. Comfort's great. Comfort's great. Yeah. But uncomfortable is where it's at. Yeah, it's that's where, where growth happens yes. and that's where we need to. A bit like if you put yourself in a new situation, social, um, physical your your brain codes for new proteins you effectively turn into a new human as you expose yourself to new dangers what Hmm. so you don't actually know the the possibilities or the capabilities that you have until you expose yourself to all the situations that you were designed to be exposed to Mm -hmm. and then you truly understand who you are and if that isn't a driver to just go get a little bit curious uh, yeah i can't help you (laughs)
0: Yeah, that's a bit mind-boggling, isn't it? Mm. It's great.
1: Mm, it's great. But yeah, as as we experience, we become. That's a bit woo-hoo, though. It is woo-hoo. Yeah, but people came here for a bit of woo-hoo mixed into the modern world, because that's the only way that we're going to get it done—is accepting what we want from modern living. Yeah, but not forgetting what makes us humans.
0: Yeah, it's it's the yin and yang, right? Mm. It's the extremes, mm. and you're trying to find some sort of middle ground. Mm. You're not trying to live on one. Mm.
1: You can't. Yeah. One extreme. Yeah, that's why the line between is not straight. Yeah. You walk it and so it flows.
0: Someone gave me the analogy of a blind person. Mm. So they have a walking stick to mm. find the edges, mm. to find the extremes. They don't stay at the extremes. Yeah. They stay in the middle. Mm. I thought, oh, that was a really powerful mm. analogy.
1: Mm. That's great. Mm. Obviously, blind people, especially blind from birth, oh maybe not blind from birth I don't know blind people have an amazing ability to describe stuff in, in a completely different way than mm-hmm. um, sight mm. people gifted with sight I'm really interested what happens on a like psychedelic trip
0: oh yeah
1: because half the psychedelic trip is what you see yes but then I guess some of it was
0: because you're not seeing with your eye
1: yeah i wonder what they see i wonder if they experience oh, it differently that's
0: a great that's a great shout that's a great
1: question a stronger
0: hey listeners <laughs> if, if any of you are blind and want to try
1: yeah um, i can't set that up for you because it's very illegal but yeah. go try it and let me know yeah yeah yeah. i'm really interested
0: yeah call up and we'll
1: mm. record you yeah you Have can it. come we'll jump on the podcast we'll do an episode about your experience yeah
0: mm. <laughs> interested that would be very very mm. good nice Hmm, thanks do you want to uh, grab a coffee Mm,
1: yeah absolutely (laughs) I'm not scared (laughs) of a little bit of (laughs) mould
0: healthy mould yeah you can't be just go with it